Welcome to the Guardians of Hope podcast, where we bring together parents, nonprofits, and legal experts dedicated to positively impacting children's lives. I'm Cynthia, your host. Before we begin, it's important to note this content should not be used as legal or medical advice. The purpose of this podcast is to inform and unite. So please seek advice from your attorney or doctor to address your specific needs. The thoughts and opinions of my guests are not necessarily my own. This is a platform for sharing. My next guest is a pediatrician and the director of New York Weight Wellness Medicine, a practice she founded based on medical mindfulness as an integrative approach to weight wellness. Dr. Dina Peralta-Reich, welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Cynthia. I'm very excited to be here with you today. Excellent. So am I. And we're talking about a very important topic. Obesity and weight loss drugs are all over the news. I'd like to focus on childhood health and obesity. So why don't you tell me a little bit about your background and your work with your patients? Yes, of course. So I am a pediatrician and I am also obesity board certified. That means that I am a specialist on managing obesity. So my current practice and the patients that I see are patients with eating disorders, anorexia, bulimia, binge eating, and patients with overweight and obesity. We focus on treating or and managing our patients as individuals. We don't follow a specific, you know, plans that are the same for everybody. We focus on the patient as an individual where we take the time to understand their lifestyle, their metabolism, their emotional health, their mental health, their family support, and their genetics to be able to provide them with the help that they need to achieve the healthier lifestyle that they deserve. Mm-hmm. So you take a holistic approach. That's Yeah, absolutely. Cool. Yeah. So one thing I've noticed, you know, as a mom and just by reading and informing myself about children's health or just health in general, I notice that people, doctors tend to calculate obesity or measure obesity by the BMI. Now, is that the right way to measure obesity and what other factors do you consider? So that is an excellent question. Uh, BMI is a very old tool to determine healthy weight. And uh, we've been using, using it for many, many years to you know, assess somebody either underweight, uh, regular weight, or overweight, and different stages of obesity. Uh, personally, I don't think that's the right approach. And thankfully, we are moving away from it. Currently, the World Health Organization is working on actually you know, moving away from BMI, but until then, um, it's the tool that we have and that insurance companies and hospitals utilize to, you know, diagnose a patient. There are definitely better tools. BMI is a screening tool. I personally prefer body composition analysis uh, where we could assess total body fat percentage, visceral fat, muscle mass, 
metabolism, which all these factors are more important in determining a healthy weight than just the BMI. But like I'd say, BMI is a screening tool that we have access to. It's very easy to utilize, but it's not as sensitive or as specific. Got it. Thank you, Dr. Dina. So my next question for you is, you know, once you're seeing a patient and you assess them, at what point do you think intervention should take place? And what are your thoughts on medication? So normally when I see the patients is because there's already a concern either by the parents or the patients themselves, depending on the age. So after, you know, a very detailed uh, medical history, physical examination and laboratories, we determine which way we have to go in the management, right? So sometimes, you know, we are very conservative, but other times medications are required or they're recommended. I am uh, I'm, I'm a fan. I am perfectly okay utilizing the medications that are FDA approved for um, adolescents, 12-year-old and, abo- and above, for the management of overweight with comorbidities and obesity. These medications have proven um, to be super beneficial uh, for our patients in managing their comorbidities like prediabetes, diabetes, high cholesterol, and, um, you know, some mobility limitations and emotional uh, impacts. So if when these medications are used appropriately by somebody that is competent in the management of weight and the use of medications, they are excellent. Granted, they should always be supervised by a physician. Understood. So these conversations need to be had with the parents, but your patients are kids. How do you approach those conversations with both, actually, with both the parents and the kids? It can be a very delicate uh, topic. Yeah, definitely. It's a very sensitive topic. And you have to and there's a fine line, right? That you don't want to, you don't want to cross. Especially, you don't want to uh, worsen a stigma on how does the child feel emotionally regarding their weight. I always make sure that I ask my patients, depending on their age, the approach I'll take. But uh, mainly, I want to know if they know why are there in my office today? And um, I always make sure to ask them, are you here because you want to be here or are you here because your parents drag you here? And it's funny because most of the time the answer is like both, you know, and and which is a truthful adolescent answer most of the time. And then I explain to them a little bit of what is it that I do. And I focus 100% 100% in health, right? I explained to them what are we doing and what is our plan and just to make them healthier and feel better and have more energy. And I never make it about aesthetics and never make it about the weight or the number on the scale. 
okay? Because at the end of the day, that's not what we're treating. We are treating, we're making healthy individuals, helping individuals become healthy. So, and I always make sure that I reinforce that. And that is for both the spectrums of weight for either my patients with eating disorders or my patients with overweight and obesity. Mm -hmm. That is so good. Thank you for sharing that. And then I just have one more question for you. Why is it so important? We know this, but we it's good to share why it is so important to start healthy habits at an early age. Oh, that's crucial, right? Because we're creatures of habit and then we have to, it's very important to introduce our children to healthy foods from the beginning because that way, this is what they're used to, their taste buds is part of their routine and it becomes much easier to kind of stick with healthy eating habits and lifestyles, if this is something that you have been seeing within your family, within your household, and it's just part of your regular routine versus a kid that grow that's growing up just eating things that are packed with sugars, artificial products, or fast food, because that just becomes the normality. And, and then when they become, you know, older children or adolescents or young adults, it is more difficult to actually introduce healthy lifestyles. Totally possible, and I have outstanding results with my patients, but it's so much easier if we introduce these healthy habits from early on. So that way it's not like, oh my God, I am making a sacrifice. It's just like standard, right? This is how I eat. It's not like you're trying to do something different from your routine. Exactly. It starts young. Everyone becomes it becomes a habit. It just becomes a way of life. And, and it's super important that like parents understand that because one of the things that uh, we see all the time, it's like parents complaining about their children health or weight while the parents have horrible eating habits right and then you can't it's the same thing with the cell phone like or screen time you know you have the parent telling their child to put away their phone while the parent it's all day on on you know the phone on social media so we do have to live by example and the best way to teach our children you know, to have a healthy lifestyle is by being the example ourselves. So true. That's one of my mantras that I live by, Dr. Dina. Thank you. What's a good way for someone to contact you if they want to reach out to you or if they have questions about your practice? Oh, thank you. So my office is in the Upper East Side of New York, and you can contact my office via phone 917-370-1912. Uh, my website is www.nyweightwellness.com or through my Instagram, Dr. Dina Peralta. Excellent. I will be sure to follow you, Dr. Dina, and I will add your number and link to the podcast description. Thank you so much for joining me today and sharing this important information with everyone. Thank you, Cynthia. It was a pleasure. Happy holidays to you and to everyone. Be safe and well. 
Thank you. Likewise, and keep making a difference in our children. Oh, thank you so much. Bye. Have a good day. Before I let you all go, I want to give you one of my parenting hacks for battling burnout and fatigue. It's staying hydrated. My days tend to be nonstop, sometimes 12 to 16 hours straight, and that includes intense workouts too. So I add one packet of liquid IV to my water in the mornings, especially during the gym, and it hydrates me two times faster than water alone. I love that I could take the packets anywhere and they taste really good. My personal favorite is strawberry lemonade, but there's so many flavors to choose from and they even have sugar-free options. It's such a win for anyone who needs a little extra hydration, especially now during cold and flu season. Real people, real flavor, real hydrating. Get 20% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use my code HOPEFORKIDS at checkout. That's 20% off anything you order when you shop for better hydration today using promo code HOPEFORKIDS at liquidiv.com.